Welcome to Catch the Fire Toronto's weekly sermon podcast. This message was recorded live at Catch the Fire Church in Toronto, Canada. We hope you enjoy it. In March 1998, my husband and I walked through those two doors over there, and um, this front row made me made me cry. So just give me a second. But I we walked through those doors. And we walked into a wall of love. And we walked into the presence of God. And we looked at each other and at the same time, we verbalized this statement, we've come home. And it is like that when you come to this place because the presence of your heavenly Father is here. And when the Father is in the house, the kids know it. Yeah? And uh, I just want to honour the leaders and the, the many years of stewarding the presence of the Lord in this place. You know, this is a well, and God uh, chose in His infinite wisdom to pour out His presence upon this church and to pour out back in 1994 and has continued to pour out and is continuing to pour out His sovereign love and presence upon us. This is a well, I mean, obviously at the well, I think they chose the building really well, or Holy Spirit did, but you all know the history of this place, but the thing that I've come to tell you today is that the well is still open and the well is flowing, and the presence of the Lord is going to continue to to just bubble up out of this place. And God shows it in His infinite wisdom to have this outpouring here and He is still outpouring. And when we were praying for this particular meeting, uh, the Lord took me into a vision and He showed me the angel, which is by the way, incredibly huge that stands on this land. And He is guarding the gate of heaven over this well. And the Lord showed me that He has chosen in His infinite love and wisdom to continue to pour favour upon this house. And even when there has been wells of revival gone in the past that have grown dry, the Lord is promising that He is never going to let this well run dry. That there is a deepest reservoir, whatever that word is, uh, underneath this well that holds a deeper level of glory. And the Lord is here today, I'm here today to tell you that you are to expect more. You are to expect another outpouring of the glory of God. And I don't care whether it looks different than the previous. It doesn't matter. If it's God, it's good. And He has chosen in His infinite wisdom and His love and mercy to set up Canada, uh, a well in Canada. And I I was just telling um, Lillian before that this is a day when the, the next level of glory is being released on this house for Canada, that there is a well that is bubbling up underneath this well and it is breaking forth. And I'm just going to ask you to to participate with me in a prophetic symbolism. I'm going to ask you to stand to to your feet. Please trust me, I'm not a crazy person. But I saw in the Spirit during when um, the drummer was drumming today, I went into a vision and I saw us like walking around the walls of Jericho. I saw us marching and in our seats, I saw us marching just with thumping our legs and our feet on the ground.
ground. And the Lord is saying, it is time to break the little, 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 little bit of hardness over this well, because there is coming a bursting forth in Jesus' Name of another level of glory. And this glory is gonna go out like tributaries out into the land of Canada. And it is time for Canada, a revival in Canada. And the Lord is saying, it is time for you to believe again in the encounter after encounter. And I saw all of you bringing people into this place, people that of your family of the unsaved and people that of your neighbourhood and bringing them in because the Lord is saying that He is dwelling in this house. And when they walk through the doors, as is my testimony, they will walk into the very presence of the Father and they will begin to know the goodness of God on a whole new level. There is salvation here. Salvation here, and I just speak to the well underneath this place and in this land. And I say, spring up, O well, in the mighty name of Jesus, spring up, O well. Spring up, O well, again, it's a greater level of glory. I speak to it as a prophet and I say, spring up, O well, and break forth with gushing, gushing living water in the mighty name of Jesus. Ho, ho, ho. Just put your hand upon the person next to you and release the presence of the Lord. It's time for an encounter. It's time for a fresh encounter. Every day is actually a day of fresh encounter. But today is a day marked in the Spirit to bring forth another level of glory. And I call it forth in Jesus' Name. And every seed that has been sown into the land of this house, I now call forth the rain of heaven to pour down on those seeds, to germinate those seeds. And every every person that's come into this place and has been anointed and commissioned and sent out of this place, the Lord is saying He is watering the seeds in the nations and they will spring forth, says the Lord in in His mighty glory, they will spring forth into fruitfulness. Yes, God, we just say yes. Yes, we say yes, yes, we say yes, we say yes, we say yes again, we say yes again, we say yes again, yes again, amen. Release the presence of the Lord in faith and expectation because He wants to do something mighty. And I just prophesied this at the end of the last uh, session, but I'm going to say it at the beginning of this session. He is going to defy what normally happens in revival when there's gathering and scattering and then fruit, but God is saying, there's a gathering and a scattering and a regathering in Jesus' name. There is a regathering because people are gonna come to the well because they know that there is God is here. And there's a level of glory coming that we haven't seen. And you are to host it. And the Lord says this, He says, My favour rests upon you because of your faithfulness to stand and keep the gate open for years. And even when I lifted my presence for a little while, you stood in faith and believed. And now because of your faithfulness to keep and steward the presence and to honour the presence, He is about to to pour forth the second wave of revival in Jesus' Name. Shia, give Him glory. Give Him glory. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. If you feel like it, you can take a seat. If you wanna lie down, you can, you can lie down. You can do whatever you wanna do. But I'm just glad to be in this house today. Hope. Shia manana. Shia manana. Holy Spirit, we thank You for Your faithfulness. That awesome song that we sung, we've witnessed His faithfulness, we've witnessed His goodness, we've witnessed His healing and we will witness it again. 
whoever wrote that song is hearing the heartbeat of the Spirit of God in the, in the globe today. That, you know, when you've tasted and seen, you just jolly well can't do normal church, can you? And, it, you know, this, when we walked in in 1998, we were here for nine years. You know, we had the honour and privilege of um, being at the well. And this is the well, isn't it? It's at the well. I think that's pretty cool on Atwell Drive. It's a prophetic declaration of the continued well that is here. And uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And of course, you know, my life was transformed. My husband's life was transformed. And I'm going to share a little bit about that today. But we've got two key passages I want to turn our attention to. The first is John 4. So if you've got your Bibles or your iPhones, whatever, I want to talk about my message today is the well is a place of encounter. You do not belong to just some ordinary church. The Holy Spirit has wooed you to this congregation for a reason. Students, school and ministry students, you know, the Holy Spirit wooed you here. He called you by His Spirit. Every one of you has been called by the Spirit to come and camp at the well. To drink of this well. To encounter God at the well. And to become a well of living water for those in your community. Let's Let's just have a look at um, John 4. And of course, we know it's a very famous piece of scripture about Jesus in, uh, at the well, at Jacob's well, and the Samaritan woman encounters Jesus at Jacob's well. Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptised, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back at once more to Galilee. And now he had to go through Samaria. And so he came to a town in Samaria called Sakar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there and Jesus, tired as he was from his journey, sat down at the well and it was about noon. Verse 7, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, hey, will you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew, for heaven's sake. I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. And verse 10, Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, have you nothing to draw with? And the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? You, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank it from it himself as did also his sons and livestock? 
Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water. (sighs) Give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here over and over to draw water. He told her, go, call your husband and come back. And I have, I have no husband, she replied. And Jesus said to her, and you would be right when you say that you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you are now with is not your husband. What, have you, what you have said is quite true. I can see that you are a prophet, says the woman, and our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that that place where we must worship is Jerusalem. Let's just scatter down to verse 25. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he'll explain everything to us. And Jesus declared, I am the one speaking to you. I am he. I am He. And her mind is expanded and her heart is open to the possibility that the one that she's been waiting for has actually come. And not only that, it is the one that she's been waiting for sees right into her heart and sees what she needs and is offering this living water, which we all need. We need the Spirit. And so when you, when you read in Scripture about living water, you, it's the Spirit. It's a, it's a metaphor for the Holy Spirit. And He's saying to her, when you drink of Me, when you drink of the Holy Spirit, that will satisfy you. Oh, how we need to drink. Oh, how we need to drink. And of course, you know, um, it goes on and, and she gets so excited and comes alive that she, on verse 28, it says this, then leaving her water jar, so she didn't even take water back with her, she was so excited, there must have been such an excitement on the inside that was birthed when she realised when Jesus spoke to her, it created this, this life in her that she left her water jar and she went running back to the town and said to everybody, come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? Verse 39, we know in verse 39, many of the Samaritans from that town that she ran back to believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. And so many Samaritans came to him. They urged him to stay with them and he stayed for two days. When you encounter Jesus at the well, you come alive. This is a well. This is a well that has been dug by the Spirit. This is a well in the natural realm and in the spiritual realm that has been dug by prayer 
and presence and intercession and faithfulness to steward the presence. And this well here in the land of Canada, in the land of Toronto, is is still flowing with this living water that Jesus was talking about. And this is going to continue to flow. And you come every Sunday and you can drink. You are blessed. You are blessed. Do you realise what you have been given by being called to this church? I want to stir you. There is a purpose to you being here. And when, when Stu and my husband, my husband Stu and I came, you know, we came to the well and we walked into a wall of love and we had many encounters with Jesus that completely revolutionized our lives. We were transformed from the inside out. We encountered love. We, we, we had heart surgery. In fact, um, just over there where there's a, um, there's a pillar there, I remember being in the middle as a student, students of School of Ministry, I remember being standing by that pillar over there, and that pillar in that place over there, the, I went into a vision and I saw myself on the an operating table of heaven, and uh, and I was there was the angelic around me, and and there was things being taken out of me, and things being healed, and things being put back into me, and the Lord is saying, here I will transform you, here I will heal you, here I will restore you. Here I will birth things in you that you didn't have in you before. And it was a moment of encounter with the living God, where He just put promises in me. Through that amazing encounter, I can say that my, my childhood hurts, many of them completely restored and healed. And I just was able to dip into this well of transformation that is right here. And I remember the day over here, we were having a conference and I think it was a Father Heart conference and it was back in the early 2000s. Just over here, sorry camera guys, it was this piece of carpet right here and I fell down. And in that place I had a Romans 8.15 experience and I had this experience where the spirit of adoption grabbed my heart and out of the innermost being, this cry came up, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And I met this amazing Father that He he just secured something in me and insecurities would just disappear and dissolved in that moment because I knew that my spirit was witnessing with the Holy Spirit that I was a child of God. And I remember that over here, over here, when the glory was coming with signs and wonders and the kingdom of God was breaking in, I was praying for a man over here with a, to have gold teeth. Remember those days, guys, when the glory manifested in physical gold on people's hands and faces, and then it started to ridiculously turn into gold teeth. And I remember watching the kingdom of God, the power of the kingdom and the glory of God fill someone's mouth and I'll never forget it a dark amalgam grey filling turning minute by minute in front of my eyes into a honking gold nugget inside that person's mouth 
I want you to raise your expectation, church. The sediment of signs and wonders is being removed and you are going to see ridiculous signs and wonders again. Ridiculous signs and wonders. And that goodness of God, the goodness of God and the glory of God filled that guy's mouth. And forever I will be changed by that experience because I know that God is the God of the ridiculous. The ridiculous level of goodness. And I remember the day, uh, there's so many encounters that I had here in this incredible building. But I remember the day over there beside, down that aisle there, there wasn't an aisle here when I was here years ago, but over there, we were in the middle of a prophetic conference and the actual physical rain of heaven started pouring out and it wasn't a leak in the roof. And do you remember that, Dan? And it was like it was a rain and I stood there and I felt the pelting of the rain on my face, but then I wasn't wet. This is the glory of God. This is the well, the place of encounter. This is a well, the place of encounter. This is a well, the place of encounter. This is the well, a place of encounter. And I remember uh, in those counselling rooms up there and I was actually suffering with a lot of rejection. You know what it's like when the Lord puts His hand on something and, um, and all of a sudden you get really very, very aware of the wickedness of your own heart and you get very aware of your brokenness. And I remember saying to Stuart, I feel so rejected. I feel rejected by you. I feel rejected by our team. And I even feel rejected by my cat. (laughs) Cat wouldn't have anything to do with me. And I'm like, I need to check myself in to get some ministry. By the way, that is a very good decision to make when things are rising in you and you just want to scream and everybody and you want to cut people's heads off. This is a good indication that you need some breakthrough. Anyway, that was me. So I checked myself in loyally into prayer and care and I, in the middle of the, this amazing encounter of freedom, I went into a vision and I actually had this root of rejection cast out of me and healed. And I had this baptism of love that just came as liquid honey gold. And And it just went from the top of my head and I physically felt it. I physically felt it. My senses, my skin sense could feel this love. And it was a hot, warm love that just made me feel absolutely incredible. And I was filled with this this revelation that I am the beloved of God. I am His beloved daughter. And all that rejection from my childhood just, just was lifted out of my heart. And that my heart was gripped with this sense of, I am loved. I am loved and the the physical manifestation of love. And I honestly walked around and I loved everybody and everything for about four weeks and for a prophet that's saying something. And it was like, you know, it was just like, oh, I had the, the enormous amounts of love. At the well, you encounter Jesus. Let's go to Genesis 16. 
I have so many amazing encounters when I'm just doing some highlights for you today because I want to raise your expectation that you can have an encounter that is going to completely change your life in some way, shape or form. Now you know that in Genesis 16 we're talking about Sarai and and Abram and uh, they couldn't conceive... And Sarah got desperate. And so she offered up Hagar, which is her servant, to Abram and said, why don't you sleep with her and so at least you can have a child. And so that happened and then we know that the, um, she became pregnant and then poor Sarah did not actually take it well, the news. And I can just imagine in her heart what happened. And maybe she's jealous and, and, and she was reading Haggai's, uh, Hagar's uh, body language and, and now saying to Abram, you know what, this is all your fault. <laughs> you shouldn't have got her pregnant because now she's gloating at me. There was trouble in the camp. And of course, Sarah, she started to mistreat Hagar out of whatever motivation. We can only just paraphrase. And Hagar was desperate and she ran. Let's pick it up in verse 7, Genesis 16, verse 7. And the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert, a well a bubbling up well of spring. It was a spring that was beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? Well, angels actually know all that information already, so there's a whole study in that. But anyway, let's move on. I'm running away from my mistress, Sarah, she answered. And the angel of the Lord told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. And the angel added, I will increase your descendants. Here is a prophetic word. You get prophetic words and promises at the well. You get seeded at the well. You get impregnated with the promise of God at the well. I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. Can you imagine a servant girl receiving that information? It must have been overwhelming. It must have been gone like, I am victimised and I'm bullied and I have to run for my own safety. And you come to the well and all of a sudden this realm of possibility opens up to you and the Lord starts to speak to you about promises and He starts to promise, uh, prophesy over you. You start to have visions and you have dreams because it's the gate of heaven. This is a gate of heaven. And as you come into this place, you're coming into a realm of the supernatural where the angel of the Lord is guarding the gate and it is is a place of encounter. I want to raise your expectation that when you walk into this place or being part of this community, this is a place of encounter for you with the living God. And the angel of the Lord said, you are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son and you shall name him Ishmael for the Lord, for the Lord has heard your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. Poor, poor lady having to raise him. But anyway, and verse 13 goes, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. 
For she said, I now, I have now seen the one who sees me. I open up the vision realm right now and afresh in this place. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation be manifested in this congregation to a whole nother level. I turn up the prophetic temperature by decree in Jesus' name. And may you be a people uh, that sees vision after vision and know that you are at a place where God sees you. And that is why the well is called Anyone can correct me around the pronunciation of that if they like. It is still there. That well is still there. This well is still here. This well is still here. This is, the, this is the place that my vision realm was opened up. I had an encounter and with the Lord and um, Sir with the white cup, with the coffee cup. I was sitting right there in a conference and I opened vision and then Jesus walked up to me and he walked right up to me and he was brilliant light and I could see the outline of his robe and the, the, the love that was coming from him was incredible and he walked up to me and he just laid hands on my eyes and he says, Lindley, I give you eyes to see. And then he put his hands on my ears and he said, Lindley, I give you ears to hear. And then he put his hand right through my chest and he said, Lindley, I give you a heart to understand. And that then opened up for me the commissioning of of the prophetic really in a whole nother level. The well is where you get commissioned. The well is where you get anointed. The Spirit of the Lord is here to anoint you and commission you into your purpose. And that really opened up another whole level when it comes to being able to impart and and to be able to multiply myself as a prophetic voice. That gave me the anointing to be able to open up the sea around to others. And I remember in that time also that I was sitting here with John Arnott. We were just at a Catch the Fire conference, which you've just had in September. And I had been barren for 17 years. And I was sitting there minding my own business. And I met the God who sees me. And Mahesh Shavda got down off the platform like I just did. And he came up to me and he said, I see a baby in your arms. 17 years of barrenness, broken. I got pregnant a few weeks later. And I now have a 17-year-old driving a car, (laughs) sitting her final exams, and it's incredible because I look at her every day and I know that God is a God of the miraculous. At the well, miracles happen. At the well, miracles happen. And I want to ask permission to go for another 10 minutes. There is a realm of the miraculous. What did you just do? Oh, yeah. 
Well, it's good that you know your place there. Yeah. <laughs> so naughty, aren't they? Naughty. We love each other. We've known each other for, I don't know, 25, 27 years, and I have great respect for this team. Enormous respect, and for Duncan and Kate, and John and Carol, of course, who are spiritual mum and dad, and, you know, we were here for nine years, and we sewed into this place, but also this place sewed into us, and we went back and dug a well in Auckland, New Zealand, and we spent, um, the interesting thing about it is that we went back in 2007, my mother had Alzheimer's at the time, and we needed to, I wanted to, we wanted to raise Jordan knowing her grandparents, knowing her cousins, and we felt the call uh, to go back to New Zealand, but we never thought we'd plant a church because I always said we'd, I'd never do that. Uh, but God has other ideas. And so we went back, and for five years, we're at the back end of the desert because the Lord actually had to take us into a place where he deepened the well in us before we dug a well in Auckland. And there's something about this living well within you and me that is the well that others can drink from. If we don't dig this well uh, in us, then others will actually miss out. We have a part to play. You have a part to play in not only coming to the well, which is Christ, but there's a physical, spiritual well here, drinking of that living water, digging your own well in your own life and then being able to have more than enough to pour out to other people. And this is the place of commissioning and anointing and sending. And this well is where people come and drink. They get, they get refreshed, they get healed, they get uh, promises, they get uh, anointed and then they get commissioned and then they get mantled and then they get sent. And that is going to be this future uh, cycle as people come in and, uh, and get mantled and then get shot out and to go to the nations. But you see, the miracle power of God is increasing. And I know that there are promises over this house that you haven't yet seen fulfilled. And I believe that there is a time of fulfillment coming. And I know that I'm actually sent here to just to do my little part in breaking open uh, the next level of glory, the reservoir that's underneath this land. And I, I, I do my bit and then someone comes along and does their bit and then Murray and Ash do their bit and it is gonna break open. And I, I know that revival history says that it doesn't happen twice in one place. Well, I'm, I heard the father giggling, giggling. He says, watch me. Watch me. And there's some mantling to happen today. There's some commissioning to happen today. Uh, I had a vision just about six weeks ago and uh, even not even that, maybe four weeks ago, I was in a worship service and uh, um, when I say vision, I want to explain that, what is that that is to you? Uh, I'm worshipping and all of a sudden in, in the screen of my mind is just um, a colourful picture of what God is doing. And there was this massive angel, he's about eight feet tall and he stood in front of me and uh, he was holding this big oil uh, bucket of oil and I'm like, woo, man, I'm going to get a new anointing. And, uh, and, and he just looked at me and says, it's not for you. 
<laughs> really? And then, um, and then he, then the oil, uh, the the bowl of oil turned into a sash. He was holding his hands like this, and it was across his arms. And uh, he said, uh, "You are to commission who I say to commission for the next move of God to carry the greater glory." And I'm like, okay, I, I humbly accept that role. I know it's not for me, but I will humbly do that wherever you tell me to go. And, uh, and so there are many, and I, did, I had a commissioning in that worship service there. I had a commissioning of a young guy that was um, in New Zealand that is, is really anointed for this next move of God. Anyways, so today, Murray and Ash, I'm to just give you one of those. Is that all right? Yeah. And it's a spiritual transaction of what's happening in the heavenlies over their lives. And the mantle is for a mission. You need to realize that. So when we're mantled by the Lord, it is a mantle that can get passed on to other people when your mission is up. And John and Carol still carry the mantle uh, for that move of God and to steward our move of God of the Spirit in the earth. And that mantle hasn't been passed because they haven't gone to glory yet. Just like Elisha and Elijah they are not going to hand their mantle off until they actually go to glory. Uh, but there is a mantle that is from heavenly places for a commissioning for this current generation that they can start to walk in greater glory, even if John and Carol are still here and they're a hundred. We don't have to wait, but we get the commissioning from where? From heavenly places. And the Lord said to me also, Dan, you are mantled with glory. I saw a, 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 a well, I saw a word of you sitting in an armchair and there's all these people around you and it's like you're they're sitting at your feet and you are mantling them. You're mantling them with glory. You're mantling them with the presence. You're mantling them and you have a part to play in this end time, this next move of God because you are, you are asked, God is asking you to begin to impart what you've got and if you even, if you know anything about Dan, he is just like a Holy Spirit junkie and uh, he's a glory man and he has a breaker anointing on him. And so it's like there is this role for you that I can see the glory. I've seen this, this all, glory all around you today. And uh, he's, he's going he's gonna to get you to, um, to have people close to you that you mentor. Anyway, Murray and Ash, I'm just going to prophetically do this and I'm going to ask you to stand. I've done all my, most of my prophetic declarations at the beginning instead of the end. So I'm just going to ask you, Holy Spirit, I'm just being obedient to you, Lord. I'm being obedient to what you have given me to do as a role and a function. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, wow, can someone grab the microphone for me? Oh, I know what I'll do. Yeah, you come up and hold the microphone. This is just, this is my scarf. It's nothing special other than a prophetic sign, okay? So Holy Spirit, I know that you've asked me and I am obedient in faith. Wow. Holy Spirit, yeah. Glory. Just imbibe the scarf for a minute, Lord, I ask. I prophetically... Put it on them. May your glory 
and the mantle that you have for them to steward what's happening in this house. Fall upon them. May all of heaven celebrate today the anointing commissioning to keep this well. And this next level of glory that's bubbling up out of this place. God, I ask for an anointing in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, release the mantle. The authority, the authority, the authority, the authority with that mantle, the authority, the the wisdom, the wisdom that comes with that mantle, the wisdom, the wisdom, the insight, the prophetic insight. And Lord, I ask that the gift of miracles would be ignited in them in Jesus' mighty name. I bless you today. The mantle of fire and glory. And I I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you establish people for a certain purpose. And this is part of their journey. And so, God, we just agree with heaven and say yes and amen. And everybody in the house said, yeah. (laughs) Holy Spirit, release your glory upon them. Release your mantle. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So I'm just going to do a little bit of declaration as we as we wrap up. Um, so please stand. I'm just going to do some declarations uh, just to wrap up. This is the well. This is a historic well, but it is an active well. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. Your future is brighter than the one before it. Very tempted to move back, but I'm not going to, but. (laughs) The stone rolls away today. I speak to the land as a prophet. I speak to the land and command it to release its hold over the spiritual well in this house. I speak to the land and I say, release your hold over the well in this house and in this land and in this region. And I call forth the living water of His mighty presence to rise up and flow in a fresh way from this place. And I bless it to go out from here into the region of Canada especially. And I call forth the rivers of life and salvation to flow from this place. I call forth the rivers of healing and physical healing and spiritual healing and emotional healing and mental healing, the rivers of healing to flow afresh. I call forth rivers of deliverance and freedom where people who are oppressed will be set free. I bless this house with a deliverance ministry anointing to set the captives free. And I call forth divine encounters with the Father and divine encounters with the Son.
Son and divine encounters with the Holy Spirit and on the power of my testimonies that I have said today. Though I release the power of encounters in Jesus' Name to you all. I call forth right now the angelic realm to set up camp in this place. I call forth the realms of the angelic, the, the angelic realm to set up camp, those who are assigned for this next wave of glory. And I thank you, God, that this is an open heaven. This is a heaven's gate for this region. And uh, this, you are called as a geographical well. You are called as a geographical well of His presence, His salvation, His healing, and His signs and the, the miracles. And I just declare that this next wave is, is a beginning. And I just speak to the well and I say, come forth in Jesus' Name. Come forth in Jesus' Name. I want you to raise your faith with a yes. 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 The well is a place of encounter. Holy Spirit, I just release encounters across the room now in Jesus' Name. Lord, would You come by Your Spirit? Would the Father come and touch those that need to know that they're uh, a child of God? God, would Your love just pour in right now? And Holy Spirit, would You empower with a fresh baptism of fire, the Holy Spirit and fire. And Jesus, would You come uh, with encounters of living water for refreshing and salvation to renewing of our spirit man. And God, the companion of you, Lord, I ask that you would just pour out right now. And I can see some people's, your heart is gripped. There's, 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 a, there's a gripping in your heart and it's not demonic. It's actually the Lord grabbing you. He's grabbing you and He's pulling you close. So if you feel like a, a gripping on your left side of your chest, this is the Holy Spirit grabbing you and pulling you in. He's pulling you in close for intimacy. I bless that to happen in Jesus' Name, and I release right now physical healing in this room. From that side right there, Lord, a wave of miraculous power just comes right now, right across from the left-hand side, all the way across to the right. God, we just say miracles, miracles in Jesus' Name, healings in Jesus' Name. If you need, if you've got mental health illness, any kind, put your hand on your head right now, and just, I just release right now through the Spirit across the room, uh, healing and deliverance from mental illness of any kind. I speak to the brain and I say, you be restored to God's original design right now in Jesus' mighty, mighty Name. Thank You, Lord. If you've got a physical thingy going on, I know I have, I've got things going on that I need God to heal. I want you to put your hands somehow on those things. And Lord, wherever they've got their hand and whatever they're believing for, by the power of the Spirit, I release right now physical healing. The Kingdom of God come, will of God be done in their bodies now in Jesus' Name. Lord, we apply the blood, we apply the cross, we apply all that You've purchased to that illness and we say, Spirit of infirmity and disease, I break Your power in Jesus' Name. You come out of them, You filthy thing. This is a child of God, anointed and chosen and marked in the Spirit. You get your hands off what you do not own in Jesus' Name. Be gone and Holy Spirit now breathe on them, 
afresh. Breathe on them afresh with healing, 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 healing sign. A healing and give them a sign because that's going to raise our faith, Daddy. Would you be just by your grace and your mercy? Give us a physical sign that we know what you're doing because that raises our faith, Daddy. I ask that you would just move upon them in the physical way to give them a sign of what you're doing in the Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening to me. Um, I'm a little crazy Kiwi, but I, I may be five foot three, but I, I do pack a little punch. So uh, forgive me if I've, I've stepped outside of what you think is, is okay. Uh, it's the word of the Lord. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, I love you. You are part of our family. Our Auckland family greet you in the spirit and they're cheering me on. And um, I look forward to seeing you again sometime. Remember, this is a well and you encounter God at the well. Amen. We hope you encounter God and were inspired by this message today. To watch video of this message and other messages from Catch the Fire in Toronto, visit catchthefire.tv. Catch the Fire has churches, schools, events, missions and media all around the world. To find out more, visit catchthefire.com.